Welcome to the Inspired by Her Story podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Casso, travel and brand photographer and the founder of Caitlin Casso Creations, where I share other women's stories through my photographs and now this podcast. Inspired by Her Story is a podcast dedicated to inspiring, motivating, encouraging, and empowering women to get out of their comfort zones and follow their dreams. Whether it's owning their own business, experiencing something new, or making a major life change, I want to encourage other women to follow their dreams and live their lives to the fullest. Throughout this podcast, I will be sharing my own stories and those of inspirational women with hopes to let souls connect and adventures to unwind. Follow along as I take you with me during my travels, experiences, and encounters with these amazing women. Have you been wanting to start your own podcast but don't know where to begin? Do you feel like you have a message you want to share with the world and want to show up professionally? Well, I have just the thing for you. I recently launched my How to Create a Podcast course where you can learn everything from creating podcasts and episode topics, naming a podcast and its episodes, recording, editing, and uploading and distributing, as well as two bonus topics of marketing a podcast and finding guests. Whoa, literally, this is everything I wish I had before I started a podcast. That's why I decided to create this course so I could give others, like yourself, the opportunity to learn everything you need to know about starting a podcast all in one place. Long gone are the days of searching through a million articles in order to launch your podcast. I'll take you behind the scenes so you can see everything I do each week while putting my Inspired by Her Story podcast together. So click the link in the show notes or go to CaitlinCasso.com and click on courses to find out more. Today on Inspired by Her Story is Michaela Smith. Michaela is a coach and an entrepreneur. She loves humans almost as much as she loves dogs, but she loves being outside hiking any time of the day. Karma Coaches and Meditation Nut are her current businesses, which are out to connect, create and transform the world through coaching. During this episode, Michaela talks more about how seizures led her to selling her first business. Where I was at that point, I was like literally asking the universe, please send me a signal. That's what I need. I need a signal. And what ended up occurring was that um, I had a couple seizures. And then um, after that, I had aspiration money and a couple bulge discs. And, but what I learned through that was that on the other side of it, I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm like done. I'm done with this, this business. I just didn't know what it was going to take for me to get out of it. How to start your own meditation practice. And the meditation practice can be through walking meditation. It can also be through dancing. It can also be through uh, sitting still and closing your eyes for like two minutes and doing box breathing and how Karma Coaches can help coaches worldwide. And we've got uh, multiple events that we have throughout the month that allow for coaches to show up and be able to get gain access to other coaches and be able to gain access to referrals as well as just really staying in the conversation. Let's hear more about her journey. Welcome to the podcast, Michaela. Thank you. 
Yeah, so excited to have you on today. I actually met you through a networking group recently, which I always find those so awesome to meet people who do such like a variety of things and seeing how people have started their own businesses and why they've started. So I'm really excited that we were able to meet through there because now I can share your story and your journey and everything that you're doing today on the podcast. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be an adventure, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. It always is. So I'd love for you to share with everybody a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yeah. So I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I own a couple companies. I own um, Karma Coaches, where I connect coaches to coaches and coaches to clients. Uh, We have a small community right now and we're growing and building that. We've been around for the last year and a half or so. Um, And so as we've grown, as we expand, there's all kinds of exciting things that will come out of it, I'm sure. Um, And then I also have my own coaching practice, which is called Meditation Net, and um, which is just really to be able to allow for people to show up as they are and be able to use meditation as a tool for transformation. And so I typically use, uh, many people always ask, what kind of meditation do you use? And tell me, tell me, tell me. And I've practiced all kinds, everything from shamanic to Theravada to Zen to whatever, whatever like makes people excited. I've, I've tried it and it's amazing. For myself, I use visualization though with clients because I find that that's uh, much more approachable. So anyways, that is what I do in that. So there you yeah. go. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. And it's so true with meditations. Like when I've worked with somebody else, like if they're doing a a guided meditation for me, um, I've definitely noticed that it is so much more beneficial maybe, or helpful for me if it is more visual, because then I end up in like a deeper meditation that way. And there's been times where I feel so relaxed after that, I'm like, okay, I'm done now, right? I don't have to do anything for the rest of the day because it was just like, it really got me into it. (laughs) Yeah, it's an amazing experience whenever we get the opportunity to really be, it's interesting because there's there's, uh, two components to it. We can be in our body and we can be in that like conversation and be like super in that space or we can be in that complete energetic space. And I think that's what a lot of, visualization will end up doing is it'll expand our energy um, to then feel a different capacity within ourselves Mm. so then whenever we feel that then that's what causes the relaxation of like oh I don't have to change myself anymore oh I can just be with me oh this is so wonderful now it's nap time (laughs) yeah yeah exactly that is so true oh I love that and now I love that you explained that because it makes so much more sense to me where before I was like I don't know what it is maybe it's just the sound of their voice or something that's just so (laughs) soothing to me but that makes so much sense I love it And I'd love for you to share a little bit more about your journey and how it is that you got to where you are today. Absolutely. Yeah. The journey has been an interesting one. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Just like anybody's, anybody's mm-hmm. story is, is always interesting. Um, for myself, I've been an entrepreneur for almost a little over 12 years now. And um, so within that, I owned a business for about nine uh, and I owned a pet sitting and dog walking company and, uh, and had 
staff and dogs and homes and oh my goodness it was 24 7 365 all the time yeah. <laughs> and it was always an adventure to like be in that because I love dogs but I wasn't like really in the space of who I am and um and so I I was doing 80 100 hour weeks uh within that and I was just working all the time. And so I was having still like quite a bit of like physical health stuff and couldn't figure out like what the actual solution was or what the other side was for me. And so in the process of that, I was still trying to figure out well, what's the other side, what's the other side. And, um, and so for myself, I just kept working, just kept working because who wants to be with, I'm not happy. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so through that, through just working, working, working and not being happy and then finally getting to the other side of it to be able to finally see that like where I was at that point, I was like literally asking the universe, please send me a signal. That's what I need. I need a signal. And what ended up occurring was that um, I had a couple seizures and then, um, after that I had aspiration pneumonia and a couple bulge discs. And, but what I learned through that was that on the other side of it, I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm like done. I'm done with this, this business. I just didn't know what it was going to take for me to get out of it. Like there, there were multiple choices of like, okay, I could keep it and I could keep going, which is what I chose to do because mostly after you go through that, I didn't quite realize that like my brain was going to have to go through a complete rewiring and my body was super painful and like all kinds of things. Um, but I had gotten to, I think it was about like a year and a few months later where I was like, okay, I really need to have a conversation with myself about things that need to shift mm -hmm. and like relationship wise things need to shift. I had moved out all kinds of people and then others had moved in, in the process of that. And then I was going, okay, do I sell it? Do I sell my business that I had? Do I let go of all the clients and just say the doors are closed and I'll see you later and please don't hate me. Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm also a people pleaser and I, I know it, <laughs> mm -hmm. like make sure everybody's happy. That's, that's very much so who I am. And, or on the other side, could I, did I want to continue? Like, cause I could, I could have continued. And ultimately what I decided was end of September, I said, okay, I need to put the business up for sale. And so I put the business up for sale. And then by like a week later, I had been looking for a place that was going to be a good fit in a place that was about an hour away from where I was at the time. And, um, and I found it the like the day before I had wanted to be out of this other living situation and so um so I had met her and it seemed to work and I said how about I move in tomorrow how's that sound and she kind of oh okay and so then I was running my business from like an hour and a half or so away from like where I was living and 
it is a real big challenge whenever you have to commute. And let me tell you, you know, for myself, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to find a buyer sooner rather than later because I don't want to go through the holidays, mm. um, the holiday season with a pet sitting and dog walking company, whatever. All I really want is a break. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I want. And um, so I ended up, um, I thought that one of my staff was going to buy it is what I originally thought. And then this one particular person said, you know, we're going to be moving. And I know that we are, but I really like it. But at the same time, I can't, I can't do that. And I was like, oh man, what do I do now? And so then of course I go to all these networking events just in search of um, people who would be like, yeah, I'll totally do it. Yeah, I'll buy it. And so I finally had to like, let go. And so it was October 18th whenever I got a notification from somebody who, one person who said, I'm interested in your business. I saw that it was for sale. I'd like to know more. Okay. And so set up a meeting, had a conversation. Now for myself, just to create a container, and I know that this is a bit of a long story, but it's it's like, it's the whole thing. It's like the, the whole piece of me. Mm-hmm. Um, what I learned within that was that I was able to, like, I had to let go to be able to even be able to consider selling the business mm-hmm. in the first place. And I wanted full cash offer. I didn't want any payments. I wanted it to be a transfer and then a done. That's what I wanted. I didn't want anything else. Mm -hmm. And so once the the conversation started, then I was like, oh man, this is really interesting. And so then she came back with the fact that she wanted to purchase the company. And and that, that was something that was there for her. And so November 3rd, um, sold the business, complete cash offer, everything was transferred, and then was able to finally move into the next space for me. Mm-hmm. And so like that whole piece, I think it happened in about 45 days or so, mm-hmm. whenever I like totaled it up. So to be able to completely transform something in 45 days is kind of cool. But Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So yeah, so that's been the journey that, that has been that particular journey. And that's just one chapter of many. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. And then from there, I believe that you, did you kind of take a little bit more of like a a spiritual journey or like now you have more of a spiritual practice than you did then? I'd love to hear a little bit more about that too. Yeah, absolutely. So for myself, I finally got the opportunity to relax Mm. and like get a massage and maybe a few massages too, mm-hmm. and, um, and be able to go on vacation and be able to like, just have Michaela time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and me time is super important, I've learned. And so I started doing that. And then I started doing more transformation based work as well. Um, and went into some of that. And it was fascinating to me, because I started doing work at a level of taking responsibility for myself. Because in the past, what I had done so significantly around my health and well-being was that it was something outside of me that was causing the internal battle, Mm. um, that was causing like the stomach issues or the this or the that. Like if somebody asked me what hurts, like head to toe, everything. 
And so there wasn't an experience of taking responsibility for myself. There was an experience of blaming things outside myself for like the reason why things were the way they were. And so the more that I looked at that, the more I was able to actually be in the conversation of what does it look like for me to be fully in me? And, and that was a piece of that journey, like to take time off and to not have a business that defined me so much for so long, I had looked back and there had been no time that I had actually taken time off for me since like way, 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 way back, if ever, because Mm -hmm. I had only been in school or working and that was it. Mm-hmm. And so to have a totally different experience spiritually for myself, there was an element of discovering, well, what does that actually look like? Who am I? What do I like? What do I not like? And what I found that I love is dancing, love dancing. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. I love bachata. I love salsa and I love zook. All of those are so much fun. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. And um, they just make me so happy. And like, why wouldn't you want to do something that makes you happy? Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) But I didn't know that prior to, I'd been with people who had said, Michaela, like you want to go out on a date and like go dancing. I was like, well, I'm not quite sure, but okay, fine. (laughs) Um, And because at that point, it just wasn't something that like, I was there, I wasn't alive about it. And, and, but then I found the right people in the right place at the right time. And that was a huge journey for myself to be able to discover that piece. And for myself, I've had a meditation practice for a long time, but it's one thing to have a meditation practice. It's another thing to do the work. Mm -hmm. And like, I can be in the conversation, I can be in the practice, but doing the work, it's messy every time like it doesn't look good mm-hmm. and and it's dramatic and it's messy and it's it's um it's meltdowns it's anxiety attacks it's all kinds of things that can show up outside of that and that's in depression too as well and that was a lot of what i was experiencing of like oh my gosh this is not fun like this is awful Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be on a speedy track. <laughs> I want to be slow and having fun. And, and it creates a different conversation whenever we're in the context of what does it look like to stand in our power? Mm-hmm. And whenever we're, because whenever I'm in my power, I get the opportunity to create whatever it is I want and desire to be able to be in that space mm-hmm. and in that spot. And, and for myself, the more that I did that, I started to discover that like, oh, wow, boy, I have not been happy for a long time. And that piece was the disappointing piece. It was like, why did I stay in something that I wasn't happy with Mm. and love the dogs? But there were a whole lot of other things that I didn't love about Mm. my world and about the people in my world and, and about situations that I got myself into, but I chose it. I I chose all of it, every single piece. And I take responsibility for that too as well. And so for myself, then through that, that's then whenever karma coaches came around to be able to really start impacting people's lives in a holistic way. 
And so what I saw in the coaching space was that there's an element around how do you create connection whenever somebody's gone through like the business growth piece with the coach, then what? Now, there usually isn't a conversation around, okay, so you've gone with me through business growth. Can I introduce you to meditation coach to be able to help and support you in other avenues? Mm -hmm. And then once they work with me, can I introduce you to a nutrition coach and then be able to introduce that? Because what I found is that we can only go on one lane. Like very rarely do we get the opportunity to really pick, okay, I'm going to pick two lanes. No, uh, I've always found that whenever I pick one lane and I do that one lane really, 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 really well, then what ends up happening is that people get the opportunity to actually experience me mm. and experience what lights me up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. That was all so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, I find it so interesting, you know, how we could all go through different steps in life and not really realize how unhappy we are or how much happier we can be. And I experienced that in my past too. And I remember um, my friends even telling me, you know, this was after I got out of a bad relationship. I remember afterwards they were, it was like even a month after, and they were just like, wow, you seem so happy. Or, you know, like, I've never seen you this way before. Like just them looking at me, I was like, really? Like, I, I mean, I feel it, but I was showing it that much, you know, it's, it's also interesting seeing how other people experience your journey also. So do you feel like even people around you kind of notice a difference within you? Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, definitely. I think we all work in patterns is what I see. Mm-hmm. And so what I learned out on the other side of selling the business was that I had a completely different perspective. I was like, I'm going to go out dancing all the time. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. And so I got to meet all these people and I was like, man, these people are fun. <laughs> and I just love it. And it's so cool. And like spend time with them, hang out, talk and do transformation work and then go out and do it all again. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so what I learned too, was that the people in my world were like, wow, you are definitely a different person. And, and I was like, wow, I don't think I even realized that conversation was, I, I, and exactly what you're saying, felt it for sure. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. But just because I feel it doesn't mean that expression is outside of me too. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, yeah, I was able to feel it as well as one of the things that I've learned is that um, being in business can sometimes make things a little challenging around the vulnerability space mm-hmm. is what I've learned. And so after I took a break and then once I started a new business, then all of a sudden old patterns start showing up again. Mm. And, um, and that's the piece where it's like, yeah, I can have extraordinary growth and <laughs> it can be messy again too. <laughs> Exactly. But it's all about having those tools to use, right? Like once you realize these are coming back up again, it's like, okay, wait, I know how I can work through this. Like, yes, I'm feeling this. Yes, this is all happening, but I know now more so of how I can get through this versus before. Exactly. Exactly. And whenever there's, there's tools and people and places and things and, and also just taking ownership. 
for mm-hmm. the behavior of how I show up too. Right. Like that's the piece where, yeah, I can have tools and yeah, I can have all these things, but sometimes I don't use them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like, oh man, seriously. Right. Exactly. And actually I wanted to even talk a little bit more to that also, which is, you know, how do you feel like starting your current businesses were different than when you started your previous different, uh, sorry, your, your previous business? Like, do you feel like it, it was a different experience for you because of now having more of like a, a solid spiritual practice and maybe feeling a little bit more connected to yourself? I wish I could say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like your honesty. <laughs> but it was still chaotic. Like there was still a whole lot of chaos going on whenever I started it that like I was dealing with insecurity. I was dealing with how do I pitch this business? I was dealing with meeting other people. I was dealing with the um you know, meditation practice where things were showing up in my meditation that I didn't even know how to respond to. And to like, there were so many layers to that piece that like, now I can see it. Mm. You know, a year and a half later, it's like, yes, I can definitely see what was going on at that particular point. Whenever I was in it, oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't, I didn't know how to see it, experience it or be in it because it was just like, oh my gosh, here I am signing up for a business to, to do this all over again. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you sure you want to go through the whole thing and then, you know, do the whole deal and song and dance and you have to figure out all the different pieces again? And there's a piece of me that said, no, I didn't want to do that again. And there also, there's also this piece of me that said, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's always that yin and yang kind of a sense, I guess you call it, that creates the whole that then through that, that's where I was like, well, I'm going to like, I'm going to do this. I know that that's what I'm choosing to do. Mm -hmm. And then once I kind of get through some of the like other side of this, then I can really create it at a level of what it is I want and what it is that I desire to be able to create that from that space. So it's, I, I wish I had a better answer for you is what I wish I had a more like, oh yes, butterflies and everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that's good to know, you know, because it's also for other people who are listening to this as well, if maybe they are experiencing those feelings, it's also good for them to be like, okay, this, this can be normal, you know, like other people experience this as well. Um, but also seeing that there can be, you know, more light at the end of the tunnel as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There's always light. There's always gifts. I, mm-hmm. I tell the universe every morning, please show me the magic. <laughs> mm, I love that. Oh, I'm going to have to start saying that. <laughs> and now, do you feel like you always thought that you would be a business owner or when you first started your first business, did you feel like it was something that was a little outside of your comfort zone? So, um, yes to the entrepreneur piece. Mm-hmm. 
that piece is definitely there. In the context, I'm a third generation entrepreneur. So my grandparents were entrepreneurs, my parents were entrepreneurs, and then now I'm an entrepreneur. So okay. yeah, it's a little bit of a different conversation than what most people have potentially experienced. Um, and so for myself, what I'm focused on is being able to create it so that like, I'm able to continue in that space too, obviously of being an entrepreneur, but the longest, oh, here's a good one. The longest I've ever worked for somebody I think has been nine months. <laughs> wow. Like yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Awesome. So, but otherwise I've only been in business for myself. Mm -hmm. Well, that's awesome. I feel like that has to be such a, a good feeling too. You know, it's like, there's this sense of accomplishment when you do work for yourself versus working for somebody else. So I can only imagine how that feels to, to also be able to continue almost like the tradition, I guess you'd say <laughs> of like your family <laughs> also owning their own businesses. <laughs> yeah. The very, um, I think entrepreneurship can be perceived as a drug in many capacities mm. because there's the ego that gets involved of wanting more and or wanting a, a certain way or wanting control or wanting like whatever the want is that like that that can be what shows up mm -hmm. and for people and for myself included and so whenever that's a piece of the conversation then there's a matter of okay great like what what does it actually look like to be an entrepreneur that's kind-hearted, that's loving, that's sensitive, that's open? And as a female in business, that definitely opens up a whole lot of uh, self-work that mm. I have definitely done too as well. Yeah, that is so true. Very good point. I'd also love to hear um, on the side of meditation too, you know, maybe if you could give a piece of advice to someone who's never tried meditation before and how maybe they can get comfortable with trying it, any sort of tips, because I know the first thing a lot of people think of is, oh, well, I can't stop my mind, you know, or, you know, monkey brain, like your, your brain keeps going and like, how am I going to like tune into this? So I'd love to hear any sort of advice you would give someone who is just starting meditation. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's multiple different ways. Um, so there's walking, walking mm -hmm. meditation, just being able to see where your feet are and maybe just slowing it down by 10 notches of like, okay, left foot, right foot, and left foot. <laughs> mm -hmm. And just observing, just observing where there's comfort and where there's discomfort and where there's energy and where there's not energy to be able to first see that. That's like a big piece for, for ourselves to be able to even connect in that context. Because um, usually what ends up happening is people will, my experience has been, including myself, is that there's a fear around um, being still. Mm -hmm. Like as a society, we have that fear. Yeah. And so let's just accept that fear that that's what it is. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's okay to have fear. It's, it's completely okay. But what the conversation then gets to be on is what brings us joy and what brings us happiness and what brings us connection and what brings us like a full sensation of being in my body. And so for myself, um, within that, then the meditation practice can be through walking meditation. It can also be through dancing. It can also be through 
sitting still and closing your eyes for like two minutes and doing box breathing, which is where you breathe in for four counts, hold for four counts, out for four counts, hold for four counts, or whatever the count is that works best for, for others. Um, I am a full believer of try everything and see what you like. And, and just do it all, experience it all, go meet new people, go experience, and even during COVID, there's lots and lots of, lots of opportunities um, online to be able to meet all kinds of new people and spiritual practices um, and, and try different meditations as well. Um, there's all kinds of YouTube meditations where there's guided meditations or there's just music or there's music that has a crazy piano and then there's other ones that have just the sound of the wind. <laughs> mm -hmm. So there's so many different facets of being able to try that, that as a perceived beginner, whatever that means for myself, I don't perceive myself as anything besides that. Uh, is that it's a daily practice and uh, it's something that I will always be practicing. Um, so it's not like all of a sudden, oh boy, I'm advanced. So look out. No, I'm still <laughs> things. I'm still creating new things. I'm still reading new things. I'm still meeting new people. There's uh, still new practices to try. And, and so, but the more that that experience is there, the more the opportunity is to be able to express ourselves and be able to connect to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because so many times what I found in meditation is that the reason why I have that monkey brain, and as you had, uh, alluded to, was that that brain that just will not stop. And it just, blah, blah, blah. But whenever, so there's a couple techniques that I do. So I'll write it all down. I'll write down all my thoughts, everything that's going on in my head, just brain dump right there. Mm -hmm. And then once that happens, then I can actually be with myself. Okay, so now I'm being with myself, whether it's through walking, whether it's through, you know, maybe it's massaging my feet. I, I really enjoy massaging my feet. Um, maybe it's through, um, ionic foot bath or maybe it's through just sitting maybe it's through uh, with some healing qigong it doesn't matter what that piece is as long as if i'm in that container then the more i get to connect to myself the more i actually get the opportunity to express myself too because then whenever the monkey brain is no longer like as loud then there's an actual opportunity to express what it is that I'm actually feeling. So if I'm feeling confronted about a certain situation and the monkey brain is going hundred miles an hour, 365, then there's no way that I can express what's actually there. Usually what ends up happening is I go, Oh my gosh, I'm so frustrated. <laughs> and I'm angry and I don't know how to express that. But if I'm actually just being with the emotion and being with the experience and being with whatever is there, then I can actually be with myself so that I can express that with somebody else. So mm -hmm. does that help? I know that that was a long answer. Yeah, no, that was great. And I was just thinking about different things that I have tried in the past myself and 
a lot of the times I'll, you know, most of the time when I'm picking a, a guided meditation to do, I always go off of how I'm feeling in that moment, you know? So I'm like, okay, do, am I feeling a little lack of confidence? Like maybe I'll, I'll do a meditation that's around that, or maybe I'll do one around abundance. Um, you know, depending on how I'm feeling, I'll try to choose a meditation around that. Um, and even in terms of, you know, if I feel like my brain is super active before I do that, cause I love to first thing in the morning when I wake up is to meditate, but sometimes as soon as I wake up, I'm already thinking about like a list of things I, I want to do that day or just like thoughts in general. So I'll take my phone and I'll just like write notes, you know, I'll just take all these notes, like write a to-do list or put down my thoughts. And then once I feel like those are all cleared, then I'm like, okay, now I can sit down and meditate. Like that I find to be very helpful if I'm feeling like my brain is active. Otherwise I'll catch myself daydreaming. Well, and I'm like, wait, the meditation ended. When did, did it, when did it begin? You know, <laughs> so it's good yeah. to let it out. <laughs> it is. I work with a whole lot of clients and sometimes whenever they show up, it's like, oh my gosh, Michaela, like, this is crazy. And like, I'm dealing with all these people and I, I have this and this and this and this and this. And like, and what's interesting in the conversation is, okay, so what do you need to write down so you can be fully present to the conversation? Mm. And exactly what you're just talking about is that wouldn't it be incredible for us to actually be present to our relationships? Mm -hmm. Like, wouldn't that be cool? Right. <laughs> so cool. Like people would be like, oh my gosh, you mean I don't need my phone right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, like we can actually be in conversation with somebody to be able to say, like, I see you because mm -hmm. I don't have anywhere to go, nothing to do just to be with you. That's it. Right. Exactly. I feel like the past couple of years, I have appreciated that even more than before, you know, and, and I feel like once I'm actually hanging out with people, I don't even care about Instagram anymore. Like I don't even care where my phone is because I just want to be in that moment with them so that they also feel respected, but then also so that I can enjoy those moments, you know, otherwise what's the point of hanging out if you're just going to be attached to your phone or thinking about all of these other things that you have to do or want to do or something. Yeah. Definitely because we're not as a society to hustle. Mm-hmm. Hustle, grow, do more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. It's so true. And we wonder why we have the anxiety issues mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and the depression too. Right. Exactly. It is so true. And I'd love to hear, you know, how you feel like your journey has helped others with theirs, whether it is, you know, your clients that you work with, or even, you know, coming on this podcast here and sharing, what kind of message do you feel like you want to spread most? Yeah, I appreciate that question. That's an excellent question. Um, I think the, the most important piece is just presence. Mm. You know, that's, that's the one piece that I've learned out of everything. Mm -hmm. um, I've been through plenty and I've experienced plenty and I will experience more mm -hmm. <laughs> too. Um, and uh, for myself, it's just about being present, being able to be with people, being able to be with myself um, and really being able to be in that calm space with myself, mm -hmm. being gentle and kind with myself too. 
Yeah. I love that. Especially as you mentioned before, you know, society just feels like, you know, you constantly have to have this hustle or almost always being busy. I have these moments so often with myself where I have, I, I feel better in quotations when I'm busy and I've always liked being busy and having all these things to do, even though a lot of the times will also stress me out at the same time. It's a weird balance, I guess. Um, and so I often have to remind myself that I don't need to be busy, you know, cause I also need to take care of myself. Like I need to have this break or I need to do something relaxing for myself or even just be by myself. I need to accept the fact that I don't need to be with somebody else all the time. Like being with myself is one of the most important things that you can do. It's the biggest relationship you'll have in your life. Mm-hmm. Like there's exactly. nothing else that will fill that. Yeah. And you know, as you better your relationship with yourself, you're also bettering your relationship with others too at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Connect yourself, connect to others. Yeah. And even speaking to this also, what kind of advice would you give someone who maybe doesn't feel connected to themselves and how they can start feeling more connected? I think a lot of it just has to do with the awareness around, I don't feel connected to myself. Hmm. Because then what ends up occurring is the unconscious or it's subconscious whatever way you would like to uh, call it, the subconscious mind usually ends up getting to work then because mm-hmm. the subconscious says, oh my gosh, I don't feel connected to myself. Oh no, what do I do? And then all of a sudden it'll be like, I have a solution. I need to go to a therapist. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it'll be like, it'll throw it <laughs> to the front and the conscious mind will go, We have a solution. We have a therapist. Okay, we need to go find a therapist. And then the subconscious will go back and, you know, maybe after a period of six months or so, the the feeling might be, oh my gosh, you know, I really want to be able to move forward in this particular space. Okay, great. So then the subconscious again goes back into the space of need to find solution. And, uh, um, And then out pops maybe a coach. And then maybe pops in a healer. Like one of the things about the journey of discovery is just the fact of allowing for people to show up as they are and being able to have multiple different um, people to show up in the magic and in the space of allowing for for others to show up. Um, Because too many times, whenever I try to take control of, oh, it needs to be this way or, oh, it needs to be that way or whatever, or I need to look like this, or I need to be like that. Like, no, absolutely not. The universe will always, 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 always provide. And so then my question typically for clients is, when has the universe ever not taken care of you? Like, and I can't point to a time where I have not been taken care of. And I have had situations where I feel like I'm not being taken care of. (laughs) Mm -hmm. right because I have a story around well it needs to look a different way or it needs to I need to look good or boy it sucks being vulnerable or it sucks asking for help or whatever that looks like but there's never been a time where I haven't met somebody who's shown up in my world that has impacted me in profound ways or there hasn't been you know situations where 
you know, something gets cleaned up in a relationship and then all of a sudden it opens up something completely new in myself that I never saw. And so there's, there's the constant experience of just being able to ask the question of, okay, so what do I want? Mm -hmm. I love that. And something that I've always, well, at least maybe since high school have lived by is that everything happens for a reason. You know, I feel like there's a learning lesson in everything or, you know, one thing will help lead you to another. And so no matter what it is, even if it doesn't feel glamorous and amazing and great and spectacular in that moment, doesn't mean that it's not teaching you something or it's not leading you maybe to something better also, or maybe it's going to help you get through something maybe even harder in the future, because now, you know, you were able to get through that. So I believe everything happens for a reason. Oh yeah. Well, I think too, I think that sometimes we get so stuck in the explanation of things of like, why did this happen? Mm. Like a few years ago, I wanted to know why those seizures happened. Like big time. Tell me because I don't want to be in that again. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. That's the last thing I've ever the desire to be back in is back into seizure land. And so I went into like this, I need to solve, I need to solve, I need to solve, I need to know, I need to know why, I need to know why. And yet there's something about being able to let go and forgive myself for what it was that occurred that that gave me a really different sense of freedom for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is so true. I love that. We'll be back with our guest in just a minute, but first, let's hear a quick message from our sponsors. Are you a business owner who's having a hard time attracting your ideal clients? Are you feeling overwhelmed and have no idea where to start when it comes to marketing? Are you tired of taking photos for your business with your cell phone? That's why I put together my brand strategy and photography program. This is for entrepreneurs who are ready to take their brands to the next level while attracting their soul clients. That's right, your soul clients. As a marketer and photographer, I help my clients find clarity within their brand, create strategic messaging, and help them represent their brands in the best light possible. This 12-week program does not just help you build your dream brand, but it also provides you with a whole collection of photos to support your marketing. So what are you waiting for? Let me help you feel confident in yourself and your brand. Head over to CaitlinCasso.com or send me an email at hello at CaitlinCasso.com and we'll get you started. And now back to the episode. And I actually, even talking to um, karma coaches, I'd love to also hear um, how can maybe other coaches be a part of that? Because I know this podcast, I've had a lot of coaches on before, and I'm sure a lot listen as well. So I'm sure they are curious as to maybe how they can be a, a part of that as well. Absolutely. So you can go to the Karma Coaches website and it's karma and then coaches with a K. So K-O-A-C-H-E-S. And um, the reason why K's, I just have to explain just because otherwise people go, why two K's? It makes no sense. (laughs) Invert one of the K's, it becomes a butterfly. 
Uh-huh. Uh, that's the reason for the two case. Oh, I like it. Well, thank you. Um, and so, yeah, you can join there and we have a monthly membership or an annual membership. And we've got uh, multiple events that we have throughout the month that allow for coaches to show up and be able to get gain access to other coaches and be able to gain access to referrals as well as just really staying in the conversation. You know, that's the, that's the most important piece is whenever people get the opportunity to stay in the conversation be in the experience, be in the love, and be able to feel fully accepted for who they are in, in whatever capacity they are. If they've been in business for decades or they're just starting out their coaching practice, we have a, the whole span. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I'm sure it's awesome. Like if you're just starting as a coach too, to maybe even get to pick somebody's mind or, or something like that too. Yeah. And also being able to find a mentor. You know, we've had multiple coaches who are like, man, I just really want a mentor. Okay, great. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. And so now where do you see yourself going from here? Are there any things that you're looking forward to in your future? Anything that you have planned? Anything I have planned? Oh my gosh. Lots of, well, hmm. <laughs> what do I have planned? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to grow the meditation uh, net business and both with working with people and their dogs as well as uh, uh, people on their own too. Um, both uh, are provide a lot for me and, and it's, it's really amazing to see the results that people get out of it whenever they take it on themselves because mm -hmm. the only way to do the work is if you take it on yourself. Um, and so that is a piece I've got a, we're in the process of um, completely redoing the uh, Karma Coaches website. So that's exciting. That'll be done here by the end of this month. Oh, nice. And so I'm really excited about that to see what shows up outside of that. And just whenever everything operates perfectly, I, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, as I'm sure you can understand. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you on that. <laughs> sure. That's the thing. Um, and then just being able to travel and dance and, um, hopefully, you know, things calm down a little bit here with COVID to be able to do a little bit more of that and be able to experience a little bit more of that and just, you know, really creating it so that I have people in my world that I love because I love myself and, um, experiences that I love because I love myself. Mm. and businesses that I love because I love myself. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, it's such a beautiful thing. Such a great message for others also. Thanks. And now, of course, with this theme of the podcast being around, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, I love asking this question to all of my guests. So, you know, everyone is always experiencing moments of getting out of their comfort zones, whether it's something small or something bigger. Um, so how do you typically push yourself out of your comfort zone? Um, boy, I do a lot of different things. Um, I usually, whenever I'm like in that space, if I want to try something new, I will typically, I went through a period like probably a year, a little over, probably a couple of years ago. And I was just like, I'm going to try something new every month. That's what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. See if I like it and just see. And boy, I had all kinds of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I mean, for example, recently, um, I, I had done, 
I was invited to like this school, this pizza school. And it, where what they do is they teach people how to start, build, and grow a pizza company. But it's like a um, they they do the the actual cooking per se at a, a farmer's market. So it's all built within this trailer that they tow, and then they pull it up to the farmer's market or to an event or otherwise. And then they teach people how to create this entire business model. And it is cool. Oh, cool. Oh my gosh. It was so much fun. And like, I had never done, like I had never experienced this. And so, you know, they had gotten me all involved with making uh, pizza dough and I had never made pizza dough. So I had no idea what I was doing. And I was like, I was trying to figure out the folds and all the, all the different pieces. And once I figured it out, I was like, oh man, this is so much fun. It's Mm -hmm. so good. And so for myself, I've always enjoyed just throwing myself in and seeing what that looks like. As an entrepreneur, I would say probably daily it's uncomfortable. There isn't a day that goes by that I'm like, oh yeah, that was easy. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, it's it's always uncomfortable. There's always something more to like create and or to be with. Mm-hmm totally true. And I love that. And that sounds like so much fun doing the, the pizza truck thing. Like I've never heard of that before. And, you know, you never know if something's going to be fun like that, unless if you actually try it. So it's always worth a shot. That's what I like to think. Oh, exactly. And the owner was so awesome. Oh my gosh. He was like, so ecstatic for me to be there. He was like, okay, Michaela, (laughs) come here. (laughs) And it's so fun whenever people want to get you enrolled in their life Mm -hmm. to be able to see that their perspective and their world and what they do and how that looks and just the experience of it, that it was so amazing too, to meet all the students uh, that were there. And by students, I mean, like some were couples, some were um, just individuals that were going to own their business all around the country. Mm-hmm. And, and so within this, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. Cause it's just, just different. Like the more different experiences that I get the opportunity to have, that's where I want to go. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Me too. Now I'm like, oh, what can I find around here that would be like different and fun to learn? And uh, and it also get. I love that the fact that it gives you an opportunity to learn something too that maybe you wouldn't think you'd want to, or you know, it's almost is totally different than what you're normally doing every day. So it just kind of opens up your mind a little bit. Yeah. And it just like, you get to know other people and you get to figure out for whatever reason, my brain was like, oh yeah, you can't actually pull the dough. You have to use the little slicer, which I'm sure there's a name for the slicer. I'm just using slicer as a, mm-hmm. as a, a picture. And, and so, but like, I didn't know that until it happened. And I was like, oh, well, I guess you now have to officially use the slicer to make sure that it's perfect. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. Is there anything else that you feel like you wanted to talk about today that maybe we didn't get to? I don't think so. I think we covered a lot of ground. (laughs) Awesome. Perfect. So before we get into the uh, fast five, I'd love for you to share with people where they can find you. Absolutely. So there's a couple avenues. Um, You can certainly find me on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Um, That's usually like my platform of choice. 
um, especially in the business realm. And so I try to keep my myself on task um, on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Other avenues are a little hit and miss. Um, and so that's usually the best place. And then otherwise through karma coaches, which I had already talked about previously, and if you're seeking any meditations or otherwise, you can uh, take a look at the YouTube channel for Meditation Nut mm-hmm. and um, be able to go there too as well. So, which is great. So I've got three different avenues, I guess. There's so many ways to get in touch with me. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. And I'll make sure to link all of those in the show notes also so people could easily access them. <laughs> Perfect. That sounds even better. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So we'll get into the fast five. Um, and so I'm going to ask you a question and you could answer with either a word or a phrase that first comes to mind. Okay. Got it. We have rules. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the first question is what helps you find inner confidence? Uh, Meditation. Ah, love it. Perfect. What or who inspires you? what or who inspires me oh my goodness there's so many people um the first person that comes to mind oh boy this is a long pause this isn't good it's okay (laughs) it happens it totally does (laughs) what or who inspires me i would say Brene brown she definitely has a lot around vulnerability that has just completely inspired me to be more vulnerable in my own life Mm -hmm. yeah I love her she's amazing Mm -hmm. and what is a hobby that you have outside of your business dancing I thought so (laughs) I thought it was coming (laughs) like I think I know this answer (laughs) and as a little kid what did you want to be when you grew up oh everything I had a doctor, I had firefighter, I had lawyer, I had a veterinarian. I mean, like anything that every, oh, teacher, that was another one too. Mm-hmm. Oh man, everything, all of it. I Art love it. As well. Yep. That was there too. That's so awesome. <laughs> I love it. And now I love asking this question because of being a photographer. So if you could capture one specific moment that represents your life through photograph, what would it be? Uh, Myself on the mountain with my arms completely out. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. So beautiful. I love being on top of the mountains. There's actually times where when I'm doing meditations, I'm like imagining myself sitting on a beautiful (laughs) summit somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I love that. (laughs) So awesome. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your story and sharing everything that you're currently doing. I love it. And I'm so excited for everybody else to hear more about it. Of course. Thank you. I appreciate it. This has been great. Yeah, of course. Thanks again for listening to the Inspired by Her Story podcast. I hope you found some inspiration, motivation, encouragement, and empowerment to get you out of your comfort zone and live your life to the fullest. Make sure to follow, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and follow the podcast at Inspired by Her Story on Instagram. Follow my brand photography on Instagram at Caitlin Casso Creations and come along with me during my travels at Caitlin Casso. Go ahead and share the podcast with a friend and take these stories with you to make the changes in your life that you've been looking for. Stay tuned for the next Inspired by Her Story episode.